Hi, and welcome to the Language Lab. A podcast about idioms. I'm Ingrid. I'm Casey. How's it going, Casey? It's great. Great to be back. Long time no chat. Yeah, we took the summer off. We did. We unintentionally took the summer off. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how we should do it moving forward. It's not... I, I, we have a summer vacation. I have it's, a lot of swimming to do. Summers and Christmas is off. We'll have like... We'll have a European schedule for the yeah. podcast. Yeah. How many idioms like are there really? I am starting to feel like there are an unlimited amount of idioms. Fair. That's a very yeah. fair point. Anything new and interesting you want to inform us on about your life or? No, I just moved to this beautiful chalet. It is a lovely chalet. Thank I you. I am enjoying the lake background. Yes. You live on the water now. I live on the water now. This podcast really <laughs> paid off. Yeah. Well, are you excited to hear in your new chalet about an idiom? I am so excited. It's been so long since I've learned anything or used my well, brain at all. <laughs> this is from a lovely i was tra- traveled whatever not to sound like a jerk i was traveling this summer <laughs> i was on the airplane <laughs> summer off. um on one of my overseas flights i was chatting with a man who is now listening to the podcast and he wrote with this suggestion oh. so um i have been thrilled to receive some just some suggestions from people who i um probably bored to death with talking about idioms on airplanes like okay so thanks guys <laughs> <laughs> so this one is to batten down the hatches oh i have taken this down as a note to research i have as well oh, oh it's almost gosh. like we share notes we don't i okay. <laughs> we don't at all guys okay. we have we share very little information okay, with each other yeah. <laughs> so this is um in deference to hurricane season so uh, I just wanted to briefly note, by the way, we're now tied for 1933 with the fourth highest number of named hurricanes in a season, Casey. Wow. And hurricane season goes until November 30th. Cool. Plenty of time. We're winning. Do you wanna, we're, <laughs> we're winning at climate change. Do you want to guess what year had the highest number of named oh, storms oh, on record? Sorry, First we highest number. About, I thought we were talking no. about idioms. <laughs> we got we to gotta do this. Before. I went down a one rabbit hole before I went down the rabbit hole of the idiom. The question was, do I want to guess what year had the highest Yes, because we're now in fourth, tied for fourth with 1933, but the, oh, high, the highest named hurricanes. 1989. No, but Taylor Swift would be thrilled. Who's that? It's Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. So, okay, Casey's pop culture references are <laughs> lacking. <laughs> okay. So, um, the highest is everyone's favorite year, 2020. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So not only was it just oh. a horrifying year on land, it was also a horrifying year in mm. the Atlantic. Cool. Yeah, you're welcome for that useless information. Thank you. There's some storm out in the Atlantic now named Tammy, which I found She would be. It would be, exactly. She would be out there in the Atlantic. All right, Casey, do you know what to batten down the hatches means? I'm assuming the hatches are uh, something on a boat. Mm. Okay. Were rather pivoting based on your reaction there. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, a hatch is something that you can close or open and go in and out of, right, essentially. And so, mm-hmm. be it on the sea or on land, it's some sort of doorway. I love entry. that. Entry. And so, in preparation for a storm, I'm assuming based on the context context clues of the hurricane stats that you pr- so vigorously provided... Um, Batten down the hatches. Vigorously, I did. <laughs> yes, it was, yes. uh, I would assume that in my head, my first thought is like, okay, you're on a boat and there's a storm coming. You close all of the possible hatches, lock them down, put a batten right through them. Wow. Uh, so but I this actually... could also, uh, I'm not done. <laughs> This could okay. also be in reference to something on land. I'm, uh, you know, from the Northeast and in Jersey, um, what they do is they, you know, plywood all over the windows. And, and so I'm assuming that there's a land version of this as well. They make a, a hatch of sorts out of their windows. Of their battens. Of their battens. Yeah. So I'd like to for, start battens. by... <laughs> I'd, I'd like to start by noting that I just asked you what that phrase meant, and you oh, told me. <laughs> I told you the origins. I, I love forgot it. how this goes. We took the summer it's off. It's okay. What do I think it means? I think it means prepping for a storm. Okay. So yes, we can edit and it, this to make it sound like no. I think it was great. <laughs> you you basically did all of. I didn't have to do any research. You answered the whole oh thing. So yes, it's um, can mean to. Literally prepare for a storm, or figuratively, we can be talking about to prepare for pending trouble. Mm. So, batten down the hatches. Aunt Sally's coming to town. She's always a problem. Tammy's on her way. Tammy's on her way. Tammy won. <laughs> Do you have you seen those episodes of Parks and Rec? Yeah, those are of uh, among the finest TV ever made. Are the Ron Tam- Swanson and Tammy mm-hmm. episodes? where he's with his IRL wife, Megan Mullally, who is Mm -hmm. just a darn fine actress. Go watch those if you hadn't, dear listener. So yes, (laughs) you have it actually correct pretty much on both. So some examples, though, are batten down the hatches, mate, swash the buckles, and prepare to board the ultimate pirate movie parody. That's from the New York Times. Yikes. Um, And this next example is Establishments such as these have been among the first to be closed by states as they batten the hatches in preparation for an outbreak. I actually found it really interesting the number of examples of this idiom that had to do with pandemic-related things, which, I mean, is it just that, like, everything is related to the pandemic now? The first largest named hurricane season, battening Um, down the hatches. You have a lot of red string behind the screen that I can't see. We're, we're, (laughs) yes. This is starting to get into a different kind of podcast. A hundred percent. My now walk-in closet is is filled with red string just going from wall to wall. Mm -hmm. It all goes back to 2020. Something, something about vaccines. Who knows? It's, it is likely the event that the entire world experienced that the entire world had to prevent or, or sorry, um, to prepare for, right? I mean, most of the world had some time, but like 
it, it was universal in that way of like, okay, we all need to prep. Uh, yeah. And so I could see it being used a lot. Yeah. Uh, for pandemic. It, well, for pandemic stuff. I that is an excellent reasoning, Casey, and everything on the internet, all of the evidence backs up what you're saying. Mm. So you've untangled the red thread. Good job. <laughs> Pack it away, Ingrid. <laughs> Pack it so, away. They, this, all of this research comes from Grammarist and Grammar Monster. Uh, they say that the to batten down the hatches is a nautical term from the early 19th century. When a ship was about to enter rough seas, the captain would order the crew to batten down the hatches. The crew would close all the hatches, doors, just like you said, cool. on the ship's decks and you'd use links of battens. <gasps> Which oh my god! I just made know. that up. That's real. <laughs> it's I real. Was literally Those are just making that up. It's another word for rods, apparently. Okay. And they those would secure the hatches in closed position. So the term battening down became commonplace among sailors and was first recorded in an encyclopedia of nautical terms in 1867. Wow. I found a couple places online that thought a little bit earlier, but around 19th century 1867 in there is seems to be the most common cool does batten and baton or batten and baton related at all i didn't i didn't ask the internet okay. um just no you don't have to do it no the pressure's <laughs> not on the whole episode doesn't hinge on <laughs> the answer to that question baton the word baton is derived from the latin word bastum which means a substantial staff a batten is a strip of metal or wood that is used to fasten something against the wall mm. or fasten a ship's tarp over a hatchway. Okay. It's so they're related. They're like cousins. Yes. So there you go. Cool. There you have it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I, that's all I there was. I accidentally ruined the episode. <laughs> <laughs> First no, episode it's... back, and I messed it I, up. I had the uh, close but no cigar one that correct, and you creepy. guessed this one correct. That was that creepy. was that was so creepy. That was some sort of otherworldly. And I, I thought that happening. we had already done the episode. Like that was the mm-hmm. thought when you were. For anyone that hasn't listened to it, it's you can hear me actually freaking out silently. Uh, Ingrid guesses <laughs> freaking it. Out. You can hear you freaking out silently? It's like heavy. Okay. You can hear my heartbeat a little bit. You can hear <laughs> the sweat start. Um, because you got it so spot on, and I thought that we had already done this idiom, and that I had messed up big time, because I did a decent amount of research about it. <laughs> I was like, oh no. And then you were like, I messed this up. (laughs) But yeah, you got this one. This is, this was your. Wow. My time to shine. Your, your freaky Friday moment is what I was going to say. That doesn't work. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I, I I hear you have an international idiom. Yeah. Wait. So it's interesting to me. I'm also like, I thought it was funny that there's a thing called a baton. Yes. Uh, okay, yes, I do have an international idiom for everyone. I don't have the translation of it or like the original okay uh, language. I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, it's in Arabic, so I don't know that any of us would do a great job. Um, no, no. But it is to break a fast with an onion. Huh. 
Can you take that... a guess as to what that means? Something that would make your stomach hurt? I mean, no. Um, something to break a fast with an onion. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, well, it is to get less than what you were expecting to get. Oh. Something falling short. I that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Because you what what you would want to be breaking fast with like some pumpkin bread. Oh. Or. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Real sure. specific. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> uh, Okay, so but that, to break it with an onion would be pretty disgusting. You're like really hungry, and you're just like, huh, so, and it's just an onion. Yeah, and like, not even like a sweet onion, like a red onion. I thought sweet onions are kind of trash. Let's just let's just agree on this. Oh, I mean, come I'm on, sorry, I'm going like, through a tunnel. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> so when I was in Sweden this summer, my cousins took when me to I Costco. Was traveling. <laughs> My cousins took me to Costco because now there's a Costco in Sweden and it's really weird because it's got like exactly the same thing as, as the Costco in America and it's weirdly huge, but it's also like in like the fancy area, like fancy people go to the Costco. Uh, that's how it starts. I know, right? And then <laughs> and now we see how it ends. Yeah. Late stage capitalism in Sweden. <laughs> right. It was very, it was very eerie, oh, that's and then crazy. you know, just like the same products, but the price were in kroner. So, my cousin, we were there. Was like, should, what are these sweet onions? Should I get some sweet onions? And I, when I grew up, we had to sell them like door to door, like you know, in school you have to sell like uh, wrapping paper or <laughs> kind of. Did you ever have to do this when you were young? Sell, Sell sweet onions paper. door to door? No, I never had to do that. I'm sorry. You grew up in the United States? I did. Of America. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Huh. I mean, <laughs> it was something that we had to raise money for classes. This is why public education should be better funded, people. So that young children don't have to sell sweet onions door to door. Wow, I feel like way too much about me is being revealed here. Yeah, I did not okay. mean. I thought that that was a common thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, doesn't everybody? Doesn't everybody sell, sell sweet onions? Ground vegetables, door to door. Okay. Okay. So, I you don't was like, like we. I just don't see their point. I was telling my cousin about it. It's like you. I mean. You you can either just grill them, or use them how you would a regular onion. I don't what is understand a what's to be what's onion, special. Just like about a white them. onion, is a regular yes, yellow type? onion, a yellow onion. Okay, a sweet onion is more delicious if you're just going to be eating the onion. But again, why would you break a fast with an onion? An onion is not right. a delightful thing to eat. Oh, okay, it's nice of you to tie that back to the international. Onion. Thank you. <laughs> not your Thanks. past trauma. <laughs> uh, you're right, Ingrid. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for bringing us that Arabic <laughs> idiom that unintentionally Yikes. brought up something I need to talk about in therapy. Yes. Well, happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> so always, you're always here for me. Well, that's that's all we have for today, guys. If you would like to, for us to research any idioms that come up for you, 
in whatever arena in your life, you can email us at thelanguagelie at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs at thelanguagelie on Instagram and Facebook. I don't even yes, remember. there is a Facebook thing. Do Instagram. We don't check the other ones. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for just making yeah, that succinct. Make this easy. <laughs> uh, and, and we'll hopefully talk to you guys next week. Cool. Bye, y'all. Bye.